Well, good morning, everybody. The theme for today is all things to all people for Christ. When my wife and myself have previously travelled overseas on holidays, we always try and learn a few words of the local language. Hello, goodbye, please, thank you. They are always good start, always a good start to making a connection with the local population. In today's reading, Paul talks about finding common ground with people to whom he was called to proclaim the good news of Jesus. In doing so, Paul also provides us with an example of how we are called to live and share Jesus with integrity and compassion. So the Bible reading for today is from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 19 to 23. And Paul says, Though I am free and belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone, to win as many as possible. To the Jews, I have become like a Jew, to win the Jews. To those under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so as to win those under the law. To those not having the law, I became like one not having the law, though I am not free from God's law, but under Christ's law, so as to win those not having the law. To the weak, I became weak, to win the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that by all possible means I might save some. I do this for the sake of the gospel, that I may share in its blessings. Let us pray. Lord, open our hearts and minds now to hear your words for each of us. Holy Spirit, challenge and encourage us. May the message spoken today be your words. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This message today is from Pastor Paul. So as he begins here, he says, back before I retired, and unfortunately I'm not there yet, the jangle of my alarm clock would go off at 6am every morning and wake me. And ours still does. My wife will attest to that. It disturbed my sleeping escape from the pressures and responsibilities of life. My first thought was often, oh no, not already. Perhaps I can just lie here for a few more minutes. But the day beckoned, and there were things to do and people to see. Soon my feet were out from under the warmth of the blanket and onto the cool of the bathroom floor. While I adjusted the shower's hot and cold water to the right temperature, my mind was already jumping ahead to what I had to do for that day, working out the chores that would confront me. Sometimes the things I had to do seemed like chores. Sometimes I'd rather just escape from them and be free to do whatever I wanted to do and to go wherever I felt like going. But by the time I'm drinking my coffee and eating my cereal, I'm ready to face the world. The chores of a little while ago are now my purposes and challenges for the day. They are now the things that God has called me to do today. Suddenly, they take on a different perspective. Instead of being things I have to do, they are things that I'm free to do, things that I'm doing to serve God. 
When I think about that, I begin to get a little bit of an understanding of what St. Paul is talking about in the text. The idea of being free in Christ to serve God and his people. It's a nice thought. Have you ever thought about your life that way? It gives it a new meaning and purpose. And it gives you a new meaning and purpose as well. It changes not only the way you look at things you have to do, but also the way that you look at and deal with people as well. Being free to serve God in all you do. Many years ago, there was a major league baseball star in the United States who had been in contract negotiations with his team. Speculation was rife in the media over what his new deal would be and how much he would get paid. When the contract was finally signed, one of the reporters asked if he was happy with what the club had offered him. He replied, don't tell the club this, but I love playing baseball. In fact, I love this game so much, I would have paid them to let me play. <laughs> now there's a man who is free to serve. That's the attitude that St. Paul is talking about in our text today. At one point, St. Paul says he is so moved by God's love for him that he is compelled, even constrained, to carry out his task. As followers of our Lord Jesus Christ, that is the way our life is as well. We are free, free to serve, free to serve God and free to serve others. And one of the things, ways that we can do this and show this is expressed in our theme today. All things to all people for Christ. All things to all people for Christ. This is what Paul is talking about in our text when he says, To the Jews I became like a Jew. To those not having the law, I become like one not having the law. To the weak, I became weak. The reason for doing that, St Paul says, is to win more people for Christ. In fact, he says it five times in this short paragraph. For St Paul, getting the message of the gospel of Jesus to the people he came into contact with was of the utmost importance. As a called missionary of Jesus... This was his prime task. It seems to me that he made an effort to identify with the people he was working with. So he had the right to be heard. In other words, he got around to giving his, when he got around to giving his message, people were willing to listen to him because he had taken the effort to understand them first. When this happens, it also means that the message is given in ways and means that are relevant to the hearers. Our Lord Jesus used a similar approach. He associated with and identified with people with whom he came into contact. In fact, this was one of the severest complaints that his opponents had about Jesus. They said with condemnation, he even eats with sinners and tax collectors. Despite this criticism, Jesus did not stop doing this as he realised just how important it was to his ministry. It is this idea of being all things to all people that is an example to us, both from Paul and from, Je and from Jesus, for our ministry. So, what does this mean for us? 
Well, practically, it means being open to people, being able to see things from others' points of view, and even more, being willing and able to make the effort to understand others. And even more than that, being willing and able to put ourselves in others' situations, being empathetic so that we are able to show compassion. There's a story I read once. It takes place on a cold winter Sunday morning, probably even colder than was this morning. The parking lot to the church was filling up quickly and the church members were whispering among themselves as they walked into the church, giving a wide berth to the man leaning up against the wall outside the church. He was almost lying down as if he was asleep. His long coat was almost in shreds and he had a hat over his face. He wore shoes that looked 30 years old, too small and so holy that his toes were sticking out through the holes. He was homeless, asleep, smelly and ignored. The congregation gathered in the foyer of the church and passed the time of day for a few minutes, remarking about the man lying outside, wondering how he had come to be in that situation. But no one went out to ask him to come in from the cold or took him a cup of coffee. As the music began, the people moved inside the church and waited for the service to start. Then the doors opened and in shuffled the homeless man. There was a stunned gasp and people looked sideways as he shambled up the aisle, head down, making a beeline for the front of the church. When he turned around and took off his coat and hat, the hearts of the people sank because they recognised it was their pastor. No one said a word. The pastor took out his Bible and opened it, saying, Folks, I don't plan to say anything this morning, but just let me read you the text for the sermon. To the weak I become weak to win the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that by all means possible I might save some. I do this all for the sake of the gospel. <laughs> you might think that's a, that was a dirty trick the pastor played on his congregation. And he would never have been ignored in this congregation, would he? Mm. But his point is valid. If we are going to be all things to all people, then we need to be open to the opportunities that God places before us. We need to be willing to take up those God-given opportunities with compassion. And to do that, to be all things to all people, to show compassion to all people, we have to be willing to take a risk. It's more comfortable to look at people from a distance. It's much more comfortable to look at people from our own point of view. It's far easier to simply work out ourselves what we think people should hear and how they should react. In fact, it's much more confronting to find out what really works best for them because we might not like what we hear. It means taking a risk and that can often be quite difficult for us. Now, some people thrive on risk-taking, but for many of us, and that me included, taking a risk can be a bit scary. A pastor was struggling to write his sermon for the next Sunday. 
It wasn't just coming to, it wasn't coming to him at all easily. And to be honest, he was even considering giving up on it completely and pulling out an old one from his files. He thought he'd escape from the sermon and go out to his children to have some quality time with them. But his heart wasn't really in it because he was worried about the sermon. The kids were flitting away like butterflies on the loose and they were way ahead down the road as the family walked through the neighbourhood. Suddenly they called out his name. His protective shield went up a little bit because he was still thinking about the sermon. Hey Dad, they said. Can you do this? He looked and his kids were skipping along the road. Yeah, I can do that, he said and went back to worrying about the sermon. And then they said, No, Dad, can you? I mean, really, can you go skipping? We've never seen you. Well, of course I can go skipping. Everyone's been skipping. Well, and you know what they said, then show us. Mm. He hated to be beaten by the kids, but he couldn't go skipping. He was an adult. He had a degree. He was a pastor. And even worse, he had members of his church who lived in the neighbourhood. They might see him. He couldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. So what did his kids say? Nah, 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 you can't do it. So he looked around. And then he did it. You know, he couldn't remember why he ever stopped skipping as a child. It's not hard in your knees. It's easier than jogging. And you can even get a lot of distance. Maybe because adults just aren't that happy anymore, not that carefree. Or maybe it's because they aren't willing to look silly. You have to take a risk to skip as an adult. But you know, once you do, it's not that bad after all. All things to all people. Are you ready to take a risk? Are you ready to follow in the steps of Jesus and Paul? Are you ready to join me as we put ourselves in other shoes to better understand them and their needs? Are you ready to be all things to all people in order that some may be one for Christ? Are you ready to go skipping? All things to all people. I think it's a wonderful theme, a wonderful theme for life. And it's exactly what Jesus Christ did for each of us when he became a human being and then died and rose again to win back our life, eternal life with him. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you call us to follow you and to share the good news of salvation with others. Give us empathy and compassion to not only understand each other, but to walk in another's shoes. Stir us up, Lord, to be risk-takers, to get uncomfortable, to go skipping for you, Lord, because of the freedom we have in the new life you give us all. Amen.